Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode of Jump the Sharp. That's right. It's your favorite sports betting podcast. We are so pumped for you to be here with us this week. This is your host, Brian, hanging along with co-host David Woody. What's up, brother? What's up, Brian? Excited to be here. Yeah, man. So, uh, everyone, we're going to have a fun show. March Madness is still big time in effect, but I am so goddamn excited about baseball. That's right. Baseball is back. Next week, as we speak, a week from today, will be active games to bet on. It's going to be awesome. You know, you use baseball. Baseball. Uh, there's been lots of lots of written about, a lot of ink spilled about baseball in in and some great some of the great writers in American history have loved uh, baseball very much and, and written very eloquently about it. So I won't wax about that, but I will just say this: whenever you are walking around, say your neighborhood. Or maybe like you're walking like past a park or something. That smell in March of cut grass mm. should make I, at least for me that makes me think baseball's coming. Like especially if like the the air is like a little bit warmer and it had been really cold all winter. You know, you kind of use baseball to mark the time. Like it marks the calendar. I think uh, for a lot of people, football too. I suppose you feel that first chill in the air. It's like, oh, this football. Weather. That depends on but, where but, your passion is, but yeah, especially and it depends where you live. Too. I mean, you know, in, in I would California, say baseball and football. Apply. Not to get into a rando. I love where you're going with it because it's just baseball and football have a very nature esque appeal to them. Yeah, because of the change in the seasons. The, There's the no seasonal. bigger switch than leaving winter to spring and then leaving summer to fall, and they both have that, you know, very. You can taste it, the change. That's There's a, a little thing. like passage in uh, Bart Giamatti. Paul Giamatti's dad used to be the commissioner of baseball. I don't know if people knew that. That is uh, crazy. I did know that, but forgot. Yeah. And that is, I just saw Paul Giamatti and uh, I blew my mind. I'm watching Downton Abbey with my wife, who's seen it like 10 times over. And he he just showed up. I was like, he's, all, he's such a tremendous he's a beast. actor. That John Adams miniseries. Holy fuck. He's very, very good. Very good. Um, now, was his dad good as a commissioner? His dad was was an interesting commissioner. He didn't last long in the in the job, but um, <laughs> uh, but it seems to have been a good dude. And uh, and he wrote this really great piece. If you guys want to Google it, I won't spoil it. Just read it. It's like three paragraphs. Super worth it. You just type uh, "the green fields of the mind" and you'll see it pop up. It's like three paragraphs long. It's from it's part. It's an excerpt from his book, and uh, I promise you'll enjoy it. It's really great. It's about how baseball marks the calendar for him, and it's super great. Oh, Everything that, that guy just says bullshit. I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> but I, I I will go check it out. At least I will. I'm gonna. Anyway, see I was I smelled the cut grass the other day, and it made me think <laughs> of baseball, and I got excited. It's spring, man. Let's enjoy this. Well, you down in South Philly, especially right around Pat's, right across the street, you got those ball fields and the basketball yes, do, courts sir. and everything. So yep. when they cut, oh, when you go get a Pat's cheesesteak at two thirty in the morning, when you, you're on the brink of April. Can't get much better than that, can it? It doesn't get too much better, Ben. Beautiful thing. At Jump the Sharp on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate appreciate all the new follows always and appreciate any anybody that's uh, liking and commenting and all that jazz. Um, tell a friend, please, about the show. If you dig it, we would appreciate that. Rate, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Next week's show, like I mentioned, will feature actual, M- or I'm sorry, MLB, Major League Baseball plays. Uh, but stay tuned in this episode, I'm telling you, the reason why I was going to say, and you can already hear the eloquence of the woodman, when it comes to baseball, it's just something beautiful with him and baseball. It's it's a match made in heaven. This dude can talk about baseball like you will never hear anybody 
talk about it. And it's super, super relaxing and entertaining, which is what baseball is really when it comes to its core. It's, it's, it's a mix of excitement and entertainment, but also that relaxing little bit. You know, when the, when the play-by-play announcers drown out and just let you hear the background, hear, hear the stadium breathe, the popcorn, you know, the, the peanuts, the beer here guy, all that beautiful thing. That's what baseball is. Vin Scully was always the best at that. He would just let 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 the space, you know, let it have the space. Yeah, and being Philly Philly guys here, Harry Callis is my idol, uh, former uh, yeah. play-by-play guy of the Phillies, and he used to do it. He would be on on air on on TV. You you, you got to keep a little bit more of a presence, but from the four four uh, fourth inning to the sixth inning, he would do radio. And when he when I would be in a car during that time. There was no one better than just let because on the radio, you're you're now using your voice or lack thereof in the baseball atmosphere to paint a picture, to illustrate. And he would know when to just let it breathe. And you could just hear it. And it would just make you feel like you're there. And boy do I miss that man. That's what the green fields of the mind is about. It's about in, in your Ooh. mind. You letting the radio announcer paint that and and, and picturing it in and that baseball is exists in your mind and you can hear it and feel it and uh you know and and uh unlike in in the real real world when uh you know the the autumn rains come and uh your team loses and it's kicked out of the playoffs or whatever you know in the green field of your mind it'll always be summer and the, the sun will always warm the back of your neck brian very motivational and really pumping me up for the rest of the show. That's just a smidgen of what we're going to get into later. Oh, I got news for you. I got, a, I got a couple of brews just waiting to go. You're going to take it away. We're going to have a soliloquy like none other on baseball later. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's get David let's, Woody. Let's Speaking some, of taste, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll start out with, hey, what are you, what are you drinking, Dave Woody? Oh, yeah, our famous what Because we're you both drink- having a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Jericho. This is um, it's one. I'm sorry to say it is a repeat of of one we've talked about before, but this is the Separatist, uh, which is a little brewing company. They're based out of Pittsburgh, um, and they have their little tasting room here in uh, on on Passionate Avenue here in South Philadelphia. They're absolutely tremendous. They make it like ten badass beers. This one is called Good Good. It's a, a double IPA. They're very, very they're, strong. They're very confident in their beer. You've tried it. And um, it's it's really it's it's like a it's a juicy uh, IPA. It's a good good juicy IPA. <laughs> I would say. What do you got, bud? Uh, I am having a live taste test of something I just found at my local uh, beer distributor here from Surly Brewing Company. Don't even know where they're from, but uh, so I had, this is called Razor Gang. A little picture of a razor on it. Oh, it's dark. I didn't even know that. Sorry, this isn't really one. One day we will be bringing video to the show. What is it's it like? Is it, a, is it a, a porter, a stout? What do you got? Dude, I it, believe it this looks may like be a stout. stout. That looks it is like a, stout, man. All right, it's a four point five percent dark, roasty, and nefarious is what they'd say. Dry nefarious. Irish style stout. Nefarious. What a great word. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'll that'll make your bull run. Yeah, Giddy up to that. It's like it's like a it's like if you and this is not. Trying to make it seem bad. It's like if you watered down Guinness a little bit. If Guinness was like <laughs> a Coors Light, it's okay. This isn't the best. Let me just say, <laughs> when I said "Ooh yeah," I was just like, mm, I You're got a Guinness polite. taste, and then I, yeah, I kind of like. It's not bad. It's not bad. 
Um, but nevertheless, that's what we're drinking right now. Maybe it'll Wolfie. grow on you. There's there's times when I've had the first sip of a beer or the first sip of a glass of wine, and I was like, this is trash. And then like three sips later, I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. You know, As so you get it might more grow and more on drunk, you. you go, this is great. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I uh, this is Surly Brewing Company. Sorry, I don't know where you guys are from, but the uh, I don't know if it's local or not. But it's a, it was a what is it called? A, a combo pack? What the fuck? Why Why am I losing my mind? Variety, variety pack? Variety pack combo pack. I got fries with it. What the fuck combo pack? Um, a variety pack. And there's four different styles. This is my second time around. The first one, I also had the same reaction. I believe it was a an IPA. And I was like, meh, not really a fan. But by the end of it, I dug it a little bit more. But that's because you're drinking beer. Um, nevertheless, let's go ahead and rock and roll. We'll do a quick little recap. Last week, Woodman on his three NHL picks. Dude loves his pucks. Went two and one. Not too shabby at all. Not bad. I went ahead and bat 500 on my NCAA picks, the March Madness picks. But then I got an L on the pole dance. Um, so we're going to try and bounce back on that on that dance floor there. But we are going to go back to the normal uh, back and forth between yep. the Woodman and myself. Last week, we went ahead and did all NHL. And then I took care of uh, March Madness. We're still going to stick with the madness. We're also going to stick with the pucks. But let's get back to a familiar territory, familiar format here. Batting first, playing center field, David Woody. So um, I'm going to do all three are going to be NHL. And just uh, for the record here, if people are looking for these, um, you know, uh, like last week, I think, and the week before, too, I had to get these off a of DraftKings sportsbook. Um, Fandles weren't up yet. These are for Friday. So NHL games. On Friday, all three of mine. Okay. All right. So, what we've got here is uh, number one, I've got um, the uh, the Capitals are um, giving. You love yourself the Capitals. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think they're kind of good. They are good. I, I made money on your pick last week. You said right. that, remember, I, I, put, I put some dough on that, brother. Good, good. Yeah. So, they're, they're giving. One and a half to the Devils, and 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 I can see why someone would say, you know, hey, you know, the the smart side, the sharp side, there, you know, give me the. Uh, give me the I like hand. to jump. I like to jump the sharp. That's, what, it, that's have, what we do. I have a feeling it is what we do. They've also they've been what playing, I do. They've been playing really well. Like they just kind of. I think I feel like they're gelling a little bit. Um, Coming down I, a stretch, man. And I think I think the Devils might kind of fade here a little bit they i know they won their last uh two or something like that but i i don't i don't know i was looking i was going back through a bunch of their uh results over the last couple of weeks and, and like i think they're starting to fade out i don't think they have it so i'm gonna go with the caps that's my number one it is plus 120 so that's kind of nice that's my first uh that's on the my goal first line pick. but see what, what what i do want to mention is a lot of bad teams in, in hockey you know it's so funny how things have come like 180 uh me being a hockey fiend and i just haven't been able to catch much hockey got a lot of shit going on third child's about to come any minute could be uh you know if if this this podcast just stops then you know exactly why you'll know why yeah but um you know um but i really look forward to your takes on on hockey because i haven't been able to really pay much attention to it but one thing i will say a lot of bad teams when when it's starting to be the end of the year, I mean, we got what week a week left in, in in the regular season for hockey, or so. A lot of bad teams try and play better because they're like, "Oh, the season's almost over." You know, we got a four month vacation and all that shit, and they get kind of once again the emotional side of shit. It kind of just comes out. They relax a little bit. 
But then, and it's not, and it's not like the NBA where the lottery pick really exactly, matters. It's exactly. not hockey's not like no, that. no. You, you you play hockey when you when you, you, when, you, you, you when you yeah when you get your ass on that ice you play and uh, you play to win the game. That was a that was a, actually a drop that we had of a white dude doing a black dude's comment. No, yeah. it's just Dave Woody. He tried. That no, was just me trying to good, do it. Good job. But nevertheless, we do have one here because the Capitals are hot going into the playoffs. The playoffs. Yes. And they are a team to look out for. I, I love. I think they're getting hot. That's my pick. I love Dave Woody's start there. Once again, the Capitals made me and money I have last had, week. I have, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I cut you off. I have had some time to watch some hockey, actually, this year for the first time in a while. So I've, I've, been, able to watch, I've been able to catch some and I'm um, really enjoying it. And uh, although ashamed of my hometown of uh, Flyers. Oh, dude, I don't, we, don't, we can't. It's That'll, disgra- it's, we can make our own podcast. And then I'll just fucking scream and yell constantly. I think I think it's mostly coaching. I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. They don't know what they're doing, dude. But they I should mean, be talented. The thing is that they should be good. They should be. What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> they don't understand how to play. Now I'll tell you what. Let me go to something which I do understand, which is how to play some March Madness games here. All right. Yes. First drive, game. I got drive me mad, Brian. Let's do it, baby. I got I got two picks and an NBA pick. Uh, two picks in, in March Madness this uh, upcoming weekend and an NBA pick for my three picks of the week. And, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for the winner of the pole dance. Two of my my picks now were featured in the pole dance. Uh, four selections on Twitter, at Jump the Sharp. Neither of these won. Did get votes, however, but did not win. Um, my first game that I really like this week, Houston versus Syracuse. Houston's, like, legit good. It's almost like that beer you have. They're good, good, man. But they're better than good, good, probably. They're not this fucking dry stout that I'm drinking right now. They're, they're fucking superb. Um, and they're really showing it. They only lost three games in the regular season. And they're really showing it coming in, in into the, into the uh, uh, tourney here. Really good from three-point range. Outstanding on the glass on both sides. Doesn't turn the ball over much. This game, to me, Syracuse is, is just not as good as where they are right now. I know there's probably a lot of teams that could, that could be said for right now. It's a, been a, a, a very entertaining tournament in that regard. However, this game, to me, has blowout potential. I'll take Houston double digits. They're minus six right now. Give me that minus six all night. Also about Houston, they're plus. I think the value menu segment yet, but I'll give you a non-value uh, menu pick that I have coming up it still would be considered. Houston is plus 900 now in a sweet 16 to win the national championship. Now, I know it's like Houston Cougars win a national championship. Like, what what the fuck? That doesn't sound like it. This year is different. Every year is different. There's going to be teams involved that you wouldn't think could ever get there. Hmm. Houston, you have to look. Now you have brackets. Like, that's the best thing about the NCAA. You can see who they got. If Houston wins this game like I think they will, and handily, because I'm going ahead and jump that sharp, uh, cover in six. Who do they face to have the right to go to the final four? It's the winner of Loyola and Oregon State. So if they beat Syracuse, they're winning that game. They're automatically into the final four. I'll take plus 900 on any motherfucking final four team. Of course, which, you to would. me, is a guarantee Houston's in the final four already. As of Thursday night, recording this March 25th, Houston Cougars are in the final four. Give me plus 900 to go ahead and win a championship on that. But for right now, pick number one, Houston, minus six against the Q's. Your Honor, let the record show the defendant used the word guarantee. Did I? You did. Fuck. 
I did it last week. I think I'm the one I was wrong on. And then the other two, <laughs> the other two I got right. I the other two you hit. Yeah. God damn it. It's going to be a Syracuse, nah. Oregon State. Oh, God. Nah, Syracuse, nah. Come on. Sick of them. Sorry, Russ. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, my second one, I am actually not jumping the sharp. The second one is going to be. Me neither for my second. So called sharp, you know, bet here. Um, so, again, this is still NHL. This is still Friday night. Uh, Friday, what is that? Uh, Friday the 27th? 26th. 26th. So, Friday again, the 26th. Hope you're hearing this in time. Yep. Hope you're hearing this in time. But just uh, by Friday night, the 26th. Dude doesn't even know what day it is. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. <laughs> Uh, and these these odds are are based on DraftKings, but you'd find similar odds somewhere else, I'm sure. Okay, so the uh, Calgary uh, Flames are um, kind fav- of they're 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 favored in this game, but they're kind of they're kind of fake. I was, I was just about to say something similar. It's not they're a great of, it's not a great team. It's not a great robust team. team. It is, and, and and they've kind of been faltering of late. I think they're. I well, think they fired the coach. They fired the coach. You know, um, they've been losing. They got actually the shit kicked out of them. I think several times over the last two weeks. It happens. It's just not a good. I I don't I don't see them as like a team that's about to like catch fire. If anything, I see them as a team that's gonna like. They could lose like most of their games the rest of the year. Like, just Dude, I, I dig your hockey picks so much, man. Yeah, I, I really so, enjoy your so analysis. So, give me the Jets. The Jets, and by the way, the Jets just won five to one yesterday, and uh, and I think they won um, maybe they like beat three, Toronto. They like beat Toronto three times in a row a week ago. Yeah, but that was just kind of funny. Right. I mean, Toronto's yeah. kinda, right. So, so anyway, so so the Jets are 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 getting one and a half. So, give me the getting one and a half. Give me the sharp side here. Uh, Jets plus one point five against the Calgary Flames. It's it is minus two fifty, but you know if and we'll get to this at the end. If you do mine as a parlay, you're going to be really happy. Um, but even if you don't, I, d- I actually did them. I went through into DraftKings and I did these. I took each game individually on what I'm saying to you guys tonight, and I also did them as a parlay. Kind of, it's kind of a hedge, you know no, what no, I mean? No, this way, the thing. parlay doesn't um, hit. At least, maybe I hit two out of three, like I did last week, and then at least, you know, I kind of hedged it out. So that's how we might it. have friend of the show come on and talk about the possibility of what a round robin is. Okay, I'm sorry, we talked. I hinted on this uh, recently. About, you did hint, and it, it, I'm still getting used to it. I still don't have my head totally wrapped around it, but it does provide value for kind of exactly what you're talking about. It basically. Uh, I guess the long and short of it would be that you are playing every game individually, but also in all combinations of, so it could be a two team parlay, a three team parlay, this yeah. team with that team, that team with this team. So you would just put a, a, a numerical value to it and it would pay you out based on, you know, if, even if a three team parlay hit and a two, so what you're doing, betting them individually and then a parlay, maybe the round robin would be the way to go. I don't know. Maybe we can talk about that in the future, but I do okay. want to say, what you just said, I did last week, folks. I, I I enjoyed the the take that he gave, and I believed in it, and I ran with it, and I put a significant chunk on the Capitals straight up, and then I did a small chunk on all three as a right. parlay. And Washington took care of business. Giddy up! I I wanted that parlay to win, sure, but yeah. if it didn't, I still made a you a, a you, you were still in you were still in the positive territory on but based on the so if there's bets. a game you really like and then you think you might yeah. like all of them it's it's a good it's 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 hey, look it's gambling that's what it is so if you if you want to rock and roll on the puck side of things that's the way but I could tell you liked that pick I did I did like that pick Winnipeg. a lot I was actually a part of me I guess that's in Calgary 
Yeah, that's a part of me was shocked that Winnipeg was getting goals I know. there. I would also say right now, off the cuff, just based on you know what I've looked at in, in the past and what I bet on, I would take the over on that. I two mm. two two teams that have the boomest potential in the league to just put up five or six each. Yeah. That's um, a good call. I we yeah. should I we'd have to look up what the over is. Maybe it's so crazy that you wouldn't take it, but probably you would take it. I would uh, normally in NHL varies between five, five and a half, and six, and I would bet that that would probably be six right so now. So if it's but, only six, you would still be on that because oh yeah, like, I would take it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a four three game at least, maybe yeah. five two, something like that. But nevertheless, uh, good luck with that one. I'll be on that too. I like these so far. Let me get cool. back to the hardwood here. On Give the it to us. What level. do you got? Yeah. Now I told you that Houston, when they win, because they will guaranteed. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, they will be facing the winner of Loyola and Oregon State. Let me go ahead and tell you who's going to win that game, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is balls, cheese, mouth to the wall. Oregon State plus six and a half versus Loyola, Chicago. Loyola, Chicago, they have like the best defense in the world. Their defense has been more shut down than Sister Jean's libido. It is just fucking like it, you ain't going anywhere. Okay. You got nothing. All right. Nothing's moving. Nothing's shaking. <laughs> You're not interested in, in going up against them. They're that good on the defense. But nevertheless, incredible. I, I'm taking Oregon State plus six and a half here, and I think that they get a W. Just kind of, The W part is not me telling you that's my pick. I'm not taking Oregon State money line. I'm telling you that right now. I mean, I might. I will personally. I'm just telling you what I'm comfortable is is the six and a half with Oregon State. The Beavers... They're 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 here uh, they're here on this pick for for not the traditional type of reasons for me. Um, I'm not gonna like on the on the NCAA side. I'm not gonna come at you with a whole bunch of statistics. I am the emotional side better, and I'm gonna come to you with that. First of all, I will do one statistic. Let me just get that out of the way. How does twelve and one against the spread in their last thirteen sound? All right, I digress. After that, they have Oregon State has a balanced group. You you, you know you, you don't, it's not the case of taking one major star-studded player out of the equation, just like the Dosumo from Illinois last week, and, and you take him out of the game and you're on the way. Like like Loyola owned the fucking one seed Illinois last week. My other reasoning is that, for what I just said, Loyola just beat the one seed Illinois. That's a big-ass deal. And they did it pretty handily. And I really think that emotionally it takes a big part out of your mid-major or i'm sorry small conference team of course it does has to so like i know they had time to rest but there's got to be a little shock to the system well whoa we just fucking did that and in the way they did it too lastly the over-under is at 125 right now that is not something that i would even recommend touching it's so low Super low with a pretty significant spread. Six and a half for a 125 over under is significant. That's a lot of points to give when you think that there's only going to be 125 points scored in the game. Hey, that's a really good point, dude. So if it's going to be that low scoring, I'm going to go ahead and lean. Uh, first of all, I'd kind of lean on the under, to be honest with you, if I'm going to take that. But that's not a pick this week. Give me the team getting over six points when you're saying the over under is going to be a buck 25 total. So give me Oregon State. Might even put a little. I don't even know what the money line is. To be honest with you, it's got to be at least two fifty if it, they're getting six and a half. But mm. uh, but I'm gonna go Oregon State plus six and a half versus Loyola. Sorry, Sister Jean, love you. I like it. Am I going to hell? No, not at all. Okay, good. Oh, no. good for you. <laughs> now uh, the um, 
it turns out uh, uh, omnipotent, uh, <laughs> omniscient uh, deities do not um, necessarily care all that much who wins uh, college basketball. Oh, it's, okay. I thought you were going back to the libido comment. There. No, That's no, we're good on say. that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to leave that right where it was. So the Blues, the St. Louis Blues, they are a little bit of... Do you say Blues again? They're they're kind of an enigma. I'm not going to say it again now. They're kind of an enigma to me because I... First of all, I think I've got them wrong uh, at least once, maybe twice already. And I haven't got that many hockey picks wrong. So already it makes me... Look at you. Wow. But um, they kind of You'd remind figure me... with that big head that that light behind you wouldn't be shining right in my face. There we go. Stay right there. Don't move. Nope. Back there you go. Good talk. But I think that they, this time, I think that I think they got it. I think they got it. I, I feel good about. I'm going to bet on the Blues. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to double down. Actually, so I'm too, mm. I got I got them as the parlay, but I got them individually as well. I like it. I'm feeling good. Um, I get plus one seventeen. Okay, they're playing Anaheim. They're against the Ducks. All right, uh, they are Gotta giving. Be a puck line. They're giving one and a half. Yeah, so okay. they, they do have to win by two, which is which is tough. It's tough. It could be tough. I don't think Anaheim has it. Obviously, I think everybody. I don't think I don't think I'm breaking any news thinking like Anaheim isn't that great. That's no, not right. Nobody's shocked sure. by that. Nope. But they're saying. But people are going to say, well, yeah, but the Blues aren't that great. Well. They no, can the Blues, be good. They, yes. No, no, no. They're they're fighting it out for that division. They and, and it's down the stretch. That's right. That, Ducks that's don't exactly, have a shot. Blues do. There that's my. That was going to be my last note. Is that yep. they are actually fighting for their playoff hopes at this stage, and I think that makes the difference. Now, you might say, "Woody, I'm with you, bud." I, can I just take the money line? Yeah, you can take the money line instead, of course. of course. But I'm good with them. I think they can win by two. I'm not too worried about it. So I have them at the plus 117. So here's what I got. Okay, I got a plus 120 on the Caps. I got a minus 250 on the Winnipeg Jets. I got a plus 117 on the Blues. If I do it as a parlay on DraftKings, which I did, it is plus 568. All right. That's fun. I like it Throw five or ten bucks at it. Don't go nuts. Don't don't lose a bunch of money just because I said so. Go, go nuts. I mean, I don't know how well some of y'all some of y'all do like extremely well. Throw twenty Dude, bucks I got at news it, whatever. You, by the way, you throw were just mentioning you were just mentioning about the money line appeal to it. Yeah, you were like, yeah, if you just want to feel comfortable taking money line, I got news for you because you jumped the sharp twice and you went ahead and, and went with a underdog for uh, the middle game, the Jets. Yes. If you were to take the money line on all three, I bet that the payoff on a parlay would be similar because that Jets money line would probably be around plus 200, plus 180, and that would probably swing the other ones up to right around the same. Probably. So there so you go. Listeners, a couple I'm ways not gonna, to look we're at not going to do this live. Uh, I will right. actually look into that personally myself, and I recommend you guys do the same. Maybe the, the, uh, what I just gave is my official picks, but... Uh, maybe thing. Brian's uh, advice is better, and I might not actually. Just, I'm not saying eh, that. We'll see. We will see. I got to see how it shakes out. If it, if the odds are nowhere near as good, then I'm not going to do it. But um, <laughs> today, but, Junior. <laughs> but guys, um, take a look at at that. So let me just say that again for people: if you're driving or you're doing something else and you weren't writing everything down, what Brian's saying is just check and see. Maybe the maybe the odds are really good as a parlay. Moneyline Capitals, Blues, and Winnipeg Jets for tomorrow night, Friday. It could be a really nice parlay. If the payout's not anywhere near like four or five hundred, 
then maybe don't do it. Because what I'm saying, my whole thing was um, uh, something I felt very confident about as well. We're going to do a live check-in. You mentioned that was on DraftKings, correct? It was DraftKings. All right, I'm going to start my third pick while I go Caps, ahead and do Blues, that. Caps, Blues, and Jets for Friday. I'm going to I'm going to do a little double fist in here. Let me go ahead and try and look that up while talking about my third pick, ladies and gentlemen, is an NBA pick. Staying on the hardwood, let's go professional. I dig my NBA picks. I've really been enjoying it, making some money this year. Um, Am I wrong in thinking the NBA has been more fun this year than, than I agree it, with that? It has been in a while. I right? agree. I actually think, and this is odd, but I, in a weird way, I've enjoyed. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I think the viewer had prospered from the uh, what are they called the bubble last the bubble. year. Mm-hmm. I think the NBA, the style of play, the type of athlete in it, I think it kind of brought out some raw emotion and give a fuck for those t- like certain type of players that are normally in an NBA that they haven't had that kind of motive because it became back to your roots. You're just playing against the dudes. And I think that kind of came out last year during the whole bubble thing. And it's carried over to this year, I believe, because now you're still kind of have that appeal inching into having people back to every arena, you know, but it's really starting to, I, I just think that the competition and the one-upsmanship has really come out in the last, basically last year or so. And it's made it more entertaining because I think NBA ball has been more entertaining in the past calendar year than it has been in, you know, quite possibly 15 years. Wow. Jeez. The most entertained by it that I have been was the, the first year or two when the Warriors went crazy with Steph and Clay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen anything like that before. I guess other people had. I guess that was like a thing that I didn't know about. Like in college, like some college teams were already doing stuff like that. I don't I didn't know about that stuff. I hadn't seen that sort of thing. And um and now there's others, you know, that do it um uh, uh you know, in all kinds of different ways. Right, uh, Lillard does it and, and oh, there's yeah. a, there's other people. Insane. So, yeah. So it's like it's like not um I don't want to say it's not a commodity anymore. It's not unique, you know. Right, right. Um, but but that first year or two that the Warriors were doing that, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing I'd ever seen, man. Like, it was basically like, I I remember at the time, and this, my God, dude, that was a long time ago. What was that 2012 or something? When um, I started, roughly, yeah, yeah, 20, 2014, I believe. When okay, I mean, it's yeah. a long time ago, but I I remember saying at the time to people. It reminded me of a thing that happened in baseball a hundred years before, which is Babe Ruth. You know, nobody had ever thought to hit the ball over the fence before Ruth. It was just not really. We're teasing you know, baseball talk again. I'm getting excited. No, no, I'm not trying to do that. I'm, saying, I'm just saying that Too late. there are times when someone reinvents the game because they try to do a thing that nobody had even attempted before. And it turns out they can do it. Right, you know, right, right, and, right, and, right, and and that that doesn't happen that much. I mean, um, I guess I mean I, people would say that about uh, people would say that about Pete Sampras. Yeah, you, you know, the, the, this idea that you could just live and die by basically aces and passing shots. Yeah, he wasn't the best volley, right? He wasn't interested. He didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't care. He did not care. He was a robot. He would just stand back there and he would pass you if he could. 
if you try to come to the night, he's going to pass you. And like, you know, people like Agassi and these, these badasses who were so good that what are they going to do against that? I mean, it was just, he, he broke the rules, you know, and, and Ruth, Babe Ruth broke the rules. And, and I think Steph, you know, especially that first year that he really broke out and, and went then with clay too, they, they broke it. Like you couldn't, there was no, nobody had any idea what to do with that. What am I going to do? He's, he's stopping six, eight, ten feet behind the three point line and just putting it up and he's hitting it. Yeah, like that was silly. 35, 40% of the time. Yeah, we've never seen that before. We've like never that. seen it before. And so it was just super fun. But anyway, uh, super tangent. Um, but I do think uh, it's, it is fun how like all of our, our, our love of sports, like so much of it is predicated on these norms of like, well, these are the things you can do. And these over these things over here, you can't do those things. And it's like, some people just break that shit. Mike say, Tyson, Mike Tyson broke it. Yep. Just broken. Like he broke a lot of things. Yeah, but it, but like the so main thing he broke was like with his yeah, but the main thing he broke was like, well, you can't just knock someone out in the first round. That's you know, boxing is about who can last the longest. Like, can you make? Because yeah, the people buying the pay per views were like, I can't wait to watch this, you know, five rounder, and then it went to, yo, I'm paying fifty five bucks in nineteen ninety two to watch right. this motherfucker. Throw one punch and drop a dude. In right, six like, like Mr. Burns on on uh, on The Simpsons. Like uh, I once watched somebody, you know, bash uh, someone for bare knuckle for fifty seven rounds. Of course, yeah, yeah, back yep. then if the fight lasted less than thirty rounds, we demanded our nickel back. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and now you know where the band got its name. <laughs> so there you go. But like just the reinvention of different, you know, Tiger, Tiger Woods, we would, people would say. I'm just saying, you could we could totally. make all kinds of different. I'm not trying to do a whole other podcast. We could, we could and I'm not trying to, but but I but I do think it's fun how these sports often reinvent themselves and I like that you've seen something that I missed, which is that you feel maybe the NBA has kind of reinvented itself again here uh in this bubble. Yeah, I think that the 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 raw aspect of basketball has returned within the past year. Now, granted, I, uh, pro ball, let me say that, because uh, in college ball, it's always fucking there. But granted, I, I don't, out of all the leagues, I would say that the NBA has the least potential of keeping that for an elongated period of time. But we'll see. I've, I've really been enjoying NBA basketball for the past year. Two quick things. One, if you wanted to money line it, that NHL parlay, ladies and gentlemen, you're at plus 351. So still not bad. That That's to get the money line out of it. So you're not looking at, you know, teams that have to win by two. Uh, second thing, you mentioned Andre Agassi when you did your little Sampras John there. Did you know that Agassi, when he had that long hair and he was a spokesperson for, what was it, Nikon or Canon or whatever, did you know that even back then, because then he eventually, quote unquote, shaved it off? You know, he put out an autobiography a couple of years ago. He never had hair. You that know, was a wig. Yeah, I think I knew that. Even but, then. but only recently. Yeah, yeah. At the Out. time, I don't think anyone knew it's that. It's not like, oh, man. Not like Chris Wheeler, who obviously was wearing a mop on his head in the 90s, you know. But Chris Wheeler, for those, well, we're going into Phillies commentators, color commentator for the Philadelphia Phillies. My God. I watch old Phillies games sometimes on YouTube, and I'm like, how the hell? Was he getting away with this? It's like he put a dead rat on his head. 
Just All right, let me get to my third pick. Out of real politeness, quick. nobody wanted to say anything. Go ahead. Yeah, what's your, what's that's why Harry always gave him the snide give, eye. Give but... us the NBA pick. I'm sorry I cut. I'm sorry I interrupted. No, believe me. I hijacked. You wanted to go ahead, get your you know cool pucks in, and say here are my three, and let me do a recap, and then let me talk about fucking Pete Sampras for some reason. You like very hairy chesty dudes. I get it. Uh, Bulls at Spurs, ladies and gentlemen. Bulls step up, make a big deadline move today, snagging Nick Vucevic. Uh, who's having an all-star season, uh, 24 and a half points per game, eight and a half boards a game, or I'm sorry, 11 and a half uh, boards a game. Unbelievable. That now has them with two studs. You got Zach Levine on the squad and the NBA, and the NBA, it's not like college, the NBA, that means something. The studs, you need, you need a major and normally a second major, but at least a second I don't know, mid-major, for lack of a better term. You need to go to, quote-unquote, studs in the NBA. They have it now. I'm not saying they're going to be anything special, but this they're right now ninth in the Eastern Conference. They are serious about making a push. Mm. They just pushed their chips in. They just went all in. That means we're trying to do something here. They're well-rested. They last played on Wednesday. This I believe it's, uh, is this a Saturday game. It might be a Saturday game. Uh, maybe a Friday game. I don't know. Double check that. I got to double check because if it is a Saturday game, I like it even more. But nevertheless, see if I can look it up. That means they're making a push. Like I mentioned, the Bulls have time to practice with the new acquisitions. They also got a a, a pretty good role player center from uh, Boston. Um, I expect them to come out firing. I mean, truly. And the Spurs are playing the Clippers as we speak. Yeah, that's going to be a Saturday game because it's two nights from now, and it's the recording on Thursday. So give me the Bulls. With three days of full rest, a new squad, a brand new toy to play with, looking to make a push against a Spurs team that really just isn't that good, and a Spurs team that also is playing the L.A. Clippers, a badass, tough NBA championship contender on Thursday night. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bulls. Now, the reason why I'm not saying a line here is because just like when I had Jill uh, Gallon on the show, we didn't know lines, and that's kind of how we have to take some of these in the yep. future, and you guys have heard about this. But if I'm going to ballpark it, I would say it's probably Bulls at a minus four to five, which I like. If it's not and it comes out Spurs minus one, guess what? Bulls money line. You know, So there's ways to listen to me if you dig what I say and go ahead and put it towards what the actual line is. Uh, there you go. Those are my three picks. Give me Houston Cougars. And uh, at minus six, Oregon State plus six and a half, uh, and then the Bulls at a predetermined spread. But uh, if it's if it's pretty much five or under, I dig that. Um, and now, uh, did you look that up by the way? It is Saturday. Did you confirm? It is, but yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't have a line for you. No, 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 no. They're not going to put one because the Spurs are playing right now. So that's they right. Won't, you can't just put in case it any injuries. The current game. That's right. All that shit. But okay. everybody, go ahead and crack open your own. Your own Brewski Tusk. It's time for baseball futures, and we're going to mix the value. Oh, also, for those wanting more March Madness picks, it's not over. The pole dance is still there. Yeah, we I got still one, have to address. One more big we're boy. Going to have one more big March Madness pick. That's going to be for the end of the show, the pole dance, ladies and gentlemen. But right now, the value menu is also going to be bunched up with our little baseball futures uh, segment here. David Woody has compromised just maybe just the best rundown of what you should put your ears to here and i'm really 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 pumped and excited to see what the woodman has for his favorite motherfucking sport baseball what do you got david you know with when you love something a lot it's hard to um it's hard to like 
I found it hard not to bet on the things that you think are most likely, but you can't do that because the odds suck, especially for futures, right? For futures, you can't do that. You'd be insane. Yep. So, you know, like I'm, I was tempted, right? I was tempted, you know, Mike Trout for AL MVP. You know what I mean? It's like very tempting. It's like, well, he's I, I, really I, very I, likely I, to win the MVP. But like, if, no, if he plays, the, you know, but the odds, it's basically you're making a bet against him getting injured. Basically, but the odds stink, dude. You right? Mean, what, are are gonna, what are they going to be? Plus two thirty on that? Come you're going to put ten dollars on it for the whole no, season? Like, it's stop. very stupid. Like, I'm not. And does, do, do all of us have the money to put five hundred dollars on that? No, we don't. So even if you did, it's not to win that much. Like, I don't know. It's just not that interesting. So, so basically, none of my picks are that crazy. But I, I will say, for the well, I went a, I went a little crazier with the individual players to win certain awards Great. than I did with the three I chose three team futures that I that I personally put some money on. Um I didn't put a ton of money guys. This is not my rent money. This is my, you know, fun gambling money. Well, it and, never really matters the exact amount. It matters your feel because people are all different walks of life. They can decide what that's they want right. to put on and it you, or not and, if they enjoy that's right. what you're and That's right. And I didn't mean to sound condescending. I know you guys know what you can afford to bet or not bet. I'm just pointing out. Maybe like, some shaking, derelict, sweating has, right now wants to put his If anyone has any problems with gambling, like please try to keep in mind. Like Brian and I do this mostly for fun, mostly for not crazy high amounts and and you know and there's a lot of ways to have a lot of fun with this and make some money without going nuts and and losing something that you really needed okay so just fyi but anyway my three picks um in terms of teams and i don't know brad do you have some should we go back and forth or you oh, don't no, have it's not gonna be a back and forth this okay. is your segment i do have some things that i basically i'm gonna put in my value menu picks as we go i'll just find it here or there and i just want to hear your feedback on it because as much as, you know, I don't know. I just really, really respect your opinion in general. I just love your takes on things. I love your approach, as was shown by especially the football season lately, how you just learn and you morph into just a, a very unique style of thinking about this shit, and I really respect and look forward to it. But when it comes to baseball, like, I'm really – I don't think I've been this excited about a segment in a very long time because I know you and I know your love for baseball, and we have not prior discussed anything. And I'm just very pumped to see what you're going to say about things. And take so, it away, man. Cool. Thank you. Um, very nice of you to say and kind of you. On um, this, the first, my first pick is get is a plus eight hundred on DraftKings. It's actually plus nine hundred on Vegas Insider. So if you want to go to Vegas Insider, get a hundred extra points. Uh, and it's the Padres. The Padres are. I think everyone understands what sort of offense the Padres have. It's pretty. It's pretty freaking solid. Um, it only took me about 40 seconds for me to cut you off. I will be jumping in earlier than I thought because <laughs> I love you for saying that. Sorry. Keep going. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the the pitching, right? So so they have Lamette and Paddock coming back, and those would be a good one-two for most teams. Well, they guess what, guys? They've also acquired uh, Blake Snell and Hugh Darvish. Unbelievable. I mean, this is a this is a very very serious team. They're they are, um, you know, Tatis is a, a, obviously an MVP candidate. So is Machado. Frankly, um, Machado st- continues to be ha- has been basically underrated his entire career. I love that dude. The probably first because time I saw him, he's. I mean, he's he's not. He's very physically unattractive. He's an uh, he's not a handsome looking guy. Manny I, Machado. 
Yeah. Yeah, he has oh, real, I, I get he's at got it. real funny ears. Like, he looks weird. And, like, I think, he honestly, people like are biased against him because of that. Maybe I'm just attracted to ears. I don't have that information. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Padres, man. Uh, uh, go on Vegas Insider. They'll, give you plus nine. <laughs> They'll give you plus 900. The Padres certainly are, you know. Look, look. I, I know making this pick exactly what pe- what the haters, what people who are now, against it. this is plus it, 900 to win the World Series, correct? It is. Okay. It is. And and they're not, you know, no team is likely to win the World Series. That's crazy. Okay. And I know what the haters are going to say. They're going to say, this is the same shit that happens every year in every sport, which is some team goes out and wins the off season. And By the way, just for for just for everybody who is not watching this live, which is just me, you are air quoting the shit out of everything right now. Like, I am. I am. Look like two kangaroos jumping in front of the screen. Getting very emotional. But like people are going to say like listen, just cuz the Padres won the off season, teams in every sport win the off season every year and they don't do shit. They they get knocked out in the first round or whatever. Yeah, that's totally true, and that might happen. But at plus nine hundred, or even plus eight hundred on DraftKings, which is where I took it uh, at, at first, um, I kind of like it. I think everyone understands how good the offense is. I think people are starting to catch on at how deep and badass this pitching rotation is. They've got a good bullpen. It's just a good squad, man. They could win the World Series. May, may I? May I jump in for a please, minute here? Please, please. Value menu pick number one, ladies and gentlemen. National League MVP at plus 2,500, Manny Machado. It's a great pick. Now, listen, plus 2,500, motherfuckers. Like, I'm putting at least a 10 spot on that, win 250. Just something to have fun with. The Listen, who was the other highly touted guy when the Bryce Harper sweepstakes were going on? It was Machado. He's got the talent to do it. Now he's paid out the ass. He got comfortable in, in San Diego for a couple of years, but now he also looked really. I thought it looked good last year. Last year, well, that's what I mean. The first year he got paid and he got it, but then you kind of get used to making that money, and then you realize, wait a minute, I give a fuck. I'm an athlete that wants to win a championship too. I have a legacy I want to leave. All that shit. And first he's only year he, he's only ever been on losing teams, right? And the first year, he made his money. The second year was the whole COVID shit. Dude, he's coming in with a badass team. But here's my biggest thing about him. The spotlight's off this motherfucker. He is not the $30 million man or $300 million man if you want to do the whole entire contract. He's not that guy right now. Because you said it, and I love that you said it. The first name when it came to offensively that you dropped was what? Or who? Tatis, everyone exactly. thinks about that. He's the face of baseball right now. It's it's off. It's off the spotlight. Bye bye, Machado. There's one of two things is going to happen, and if both happen, that's great. One, he relaxes. It's off him a little bit. Two, he gets pissed off. I want it back. Either one of those, or both of those, to happen off and on are a great thing. This dude is going to show up this year. Now, another thing that I wanted to note on that for me personally, value menu pick doesn't sound like a big price. Plus 200, two to one odds. Two to one odds can be a value when you look at it. What is that illustrating? Plus 200 right now, the San Diego Padres to win the NL West. 
You're oh. getting plus 200 because the Dodgers are in the because same division. Because the Dodgers are very good. And yeah. it's big-time pitching rotation against big-time pitching rotation. It is. But I just think Dodgers had their time. Plus, like, Dodgers like, minus 200, I believe. It's so hard to repeat. If you guys are not really giddy about the Padres winning a World Series, maybe look at the plus 200. To, I'll be putting money on the plus 200 as well as plus 2,500 on Manny. I so love I'm it. so happy you started with that. Isn't that ironic, as Alanis would say? It is. It it's is. It's like rain on your wedding day, David. Um, Machado. I like that. It's a great pick. Okay, my second one for MLB Futures to win the World Series is the Braves. The Braves are getting plus 1,000. Mm. Um, I don't, you know, like I said before, right? These are Futures bets to win it all. No team is likely to win it all. That's that's not a thing. That's not how that works. That's not how life works. But, like, of the teams in the NL that are not the Padres and the Dodgers, the Braves are probably as likely to win it Fucking as anyone. Right. I mean, they're probably the third, right? And plus 1,000 is pretty sweet. Um, you know, I think I think people know what they are, but if if you guys haven't followed baseball that much, like, the Braves have a lot of question marks on the pitching side and they have probably the best offense in baseball. That's what they have. That's I what, love, that's, I love their, their, their talent, man. Yeah. The hitting the is, side. I mean, you can't even, there's no impugning that. It's just, it's just, it's just a murderer's row. It's a, it's a really, really badass is, lineup. Man. Um, who's their second baseman? What's his name again? Albies. Uh, dude, Andre, uh, Andre, right? Uh, Ozzy, 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 Ozzy Albies is one of my favorite Switch players. Hitter. Oh, he's so raw, it's man. Quick. Absolutely. Quick. He's got like this born fast it, switch dude. muscle. Yeah, born with it, yeah. I really enjoy that dude. And then, of so, course, so Brave Plus 1000, that's my second pick. I'm going to go fast, Brian, if that's okay. Dude, do you. But I just, I, I will interrupt when I want to, okay? God damn it. Because I'm so pumped about this. This okay. is fun. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, and there are plus a thousand on both sites, by the way, that I checked. Does uh, so that is to say, DraftKings and Vegas Insider. Uh, the Twins are my third pick. Twins. You know what I love about it, real quick? Yeah. Is that last week you were so confident? A lot of these, or not confident? You were just very excited about doing this segment, as was I. And you were like, I might even make them my actual picks. <laughs> Remember that? I was like, you can't make future picks. Yeah. What are we gonna sit here and wait for nine months? You have to wait nine months to even That's see if you're thing. right. Um, but, but I just wanted to say that to illustrate how much you believe in these and my third one is the twins and 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 you know and i know what people are i think what people are gonna say is like dave like the the hitters are mostly old and the pitchers are mostly young and like it's just not gonna all come together well you know what guys like that shit comes together more than you think it does and that's how teams win is that you take these solid veteran dudes who just know how to fucking hit and know how to fucking win like Josh Donaldson, and Nelson Cruz. And you put them together with young, badass fire flame throwing badasses like Jose Brios. And at the end of the day, sometimes you wind up in the world series. It happens, man. It sure. happens. And one um, thing we want to note on that, if you make bets like these, these future bets, and when Dave says, you know, plus 1,000, or what was the Twins right now? Plus, plus 2,000. Plus 2,000 to get to, to win the World Series. Now, 
when they get there, you automatically have a money-making bet, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Just remember that. You That's can right. hedge anything. Matter of fact, if they get up like two to one in the ALCS, let's say, just, for, start just for, for argument's sake, you will be offered on the site. Like if you're on DraftKings and you have that bet sitting there, they'll offer you a cash out. Either that or you can play money line against the team that they're playing or, play money or line for the team. That's and, right. and you can hedge, you can end up making money. That's the best thing about futures is that you can really maximize um, profits in the long term. Yeah. You like know, not, not to talk about our competitors, but like, that was one of the things the Philly Godfather did so well this last oh, year sure. was that he had that big futures bet on Tampa Bay. And as it came clearer and clearer to him that it was really going to happen, he started making money on various um, uh, other outlets. You know, other, other outlets, exactly. Yeah, right, right. There's other ways to, you know. And then he still got his big cash out because of his future hit. So he sure. kind of, but that's, but that's the point, right? Is that that's why you want to have some of these going. And not, you're not going to hit them every year. But you'd like to have a few of these going, and you don't have to throw that in that much money. Uh, plus 2000 man. Throw a couple bucks at it. You'll be all right. Badass. Badass. I'll tell you what. Let me go with my American League MVP value please, menu. Please give it to me. Plus 3300 God damn it, 3300 I I enjoy, I enjoy, like, it's just kind of like what my Machado um, approach here. Can you say I where, enjoy... where you got the those odds from? Plus thirty three hundred for this gentleman, I believe, was DraftKings. I believe. I mean, so uh, Fanduel. It's either DraftKings or Fox Bet because Fanduel unfortunately doesn't have player. I don't think set I, up yet. I didn't see it either. I looked for it too. Yeah. So um, I believe this was this was DraftKings. Yes, this one was. I believe was DraftKings. Um, my approach. I enjoy very very talented players who are on a very very talented team. And when you say the team, you know, name name me a player from this team. He's not the first person that's named. Got but it. he's as equally talented, if not more talented overall. It's kind of the Chase Utley effect. When after yeah. the year Jimmy Rollins won the MVP, I predicted Chase Utley was going to win MVP the next year. And he was about to until he broke his wrist. Yes. And he was on his way to winning MVP. It's the players like that that He was do also it. the actual best player on the team. Uh, for years. Had been um, for years, yeah. And one of the best in the league. How about DJ LeMahieu at 30, plus 3,300 on the Yankees? If this guy's healthy, he's one of the most talented players in baseball. And he, his own base percentage and his batting average are insane. He just needs to go ahead and get some ribbies and whatnot with it. But when you've got a team that's got Stanton and Judge and players like that and Sanchez that are, this kid's going to get fa- fastballs. He's going to get something to hit if he's healthy. Give me DJ LeMahieu at plus 3,300. Love it. That's a great pick, dude. That's a great pick. My, I have, I have four here. I've got an NL MVP, AL MVP, NL Cy Young, AL Cy Young. These mm. are my odds that I have here are all from from Vegas Insider. They would be similar on anything else. So, sure. guys, if you want, sure. but but I just to to say what I'm, uh, what I'm gonna. <laughs> What I'm going to say. <laughs> to say what he's going to say is he's saying this. Yep. So I don't know what order to go in. I guess I'll start with AL MVP since you just gave yours. Yes, please. Sorry. So LeMahieu is a great pick. At, what did you say? 3,200? 3,300? 3,300, yeah. That's great. Um, I've got one that is, I think, a super talented player on what I think is going to be a really crummy, shitty team. Mm-hmm. And you might say, Dave, that's an idiotic pick. Players on horrible teams never win the MVP. 
That is true in a lot of sports. That is not true in baseball. No. I went back through, man. Andre Dawson once won an MVP on a team yeah. that lost like 107 games. Absolutely. Montreal. It correct? happens all the time in baseball. Yep. Bad. Uh, just because it never happens to Trout, people get it in their head that it never happens to anybody. No. First of all, it has happened to Trout. He won once when they were shitty. Right. The other two times he won, they were pretty good. But the point is, is it happens. And it happens a lot in baseball. And that is not a good reason to throw this pick out. So the reason I'm making the pick is because I believe the player is actually good in real life. He also does a thing, this one thing, that MVP voters have historically cared a lot about. Mm-hmm. And that is dingers. <laughs> and that the, those are two reasons. The number one reason, though, is it's plus 5,000. If you give me plus wow. 5,000 odds on almost anything, I'll be interested. I'll think about it. Who this? Joey Gallo. Ooh, Joey Gallo. Okay. He's, All right. He's got maybe the best raw power of any player, I mean, since Babe Ruth. And, uh, you know, look, he's, he's like he, a non steroid Jose Canseco. Yeah, if he, he is. was on steroids. That's right. Oh, wait. No, yeah, Jose Canseco has admitted that he was on lots of steroids and still I was is. talking about Joey, but yeah. No, I agree. I like that. No, Joey Gallo's no. got Joey potential. just takes the vitamins, which is the vitamins. That's yep. all. Very, the, and the very special vitamin um, shots that his uh, team doctor gives him. Oh, no, David. Don't shut our Joseph Gallo plus 5,000 for MVP. Podcast. I don't really think he's going to win the MVP, but to me, that those odds are nice. Plus five, so I took it. At all. Plus bad. five, like out, man. On a team that probably is going to make more noise than people think. I think you know they're not as bad as they were two years ago. If you're thinking of them like they were two years ago, they're they're better than that. And, and if they uh, actually and are gonna, the and we're talking the about the Rangers. And, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah, the Texas Rangers. And he is the face of the team for sure. And he's like I said, he's he's legitimately a really good player. And like, dude, I like that. Yeah, that's just like fun, that. you know. Yep. And then, so for NL MVP, I have sim- kind of similar. The odds aren't as good. He's, he's, he's. I guess, I, I think he's more widely regarded as a good player. This is kind of in the Brian Hagen mold of give me the second best player on a, right. on a team that I think is going to be good, who is basically as good, almost as good, as good as the sure. first best player, who's getting the way better odds because he's not like the face of the franchise. Who we got? That's Pete Alonso. All right. Because wow, I like that a lot. What's everybody his? wants Lindor to be the MVP because he's such an unbelievable defender. You know, they're like everybody's excited. Well, about he can him. win a Gold Glove, but, uh, but yeah. I mean, he's incredible, dude. I mean, yep. he's a switch hitter. He is. He is. He's, he's going to win the Gold Glove. He's, you know, he's like a batting champ type of guy. I mean, he's amazing. I've I've nothing, not one bad word to say about Francisco Lindor. I love him. Uh, and he also seems like a nice price. guy on top of it. But Alonzo bashes dingers, drives yes, in runs, does. and could just, I mean, his rookie year, he had 50 homers. Like, maybe he does that again. If he does that again, he could win the MVP, especially if the Mets are good. And I think that will be pretty good. If he does that again, he's top three in MVP voting at least. So. And if they make the playoffs and maybe two of the other guys who had great offensive years, maybe their teams don't make the playoffs, maybe that's the difference. You know, maybe maybe he beats out Yelich. Because right. they were the two best players in the NL, and the Mets made the playoffs, and the Brewers didn't. Boom! There you go. So it's plus thirty three hundred. I like Holy those odds. Shit. I like those odds for Pete Alonso. All for right. somebody who hits with that much power to get those odds, I like it. I like it. I dig that too. 
I like it a lot. So now we got Cy Youngs. Now let me can I can I say something real quick? Please do. Out of out of, out of gentlemen that I've just I actually don't even remember. I I didn't write them down. So I believe that it's around plus I want to say thirteen hundred or so. Uh, a couple of pitchers that I like to win Cy Youngs were Blake Snell. Yeah. Am I am I stepping on any toes? I don't. Want no, to not at all. No, but I I thought about him. And uh, Max Fried from Atlanta as well. Sure. Sure. Two guys that I like to be like dark horses for Cy Young consideration. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Snell especially as like kind of a bounce back because, you know, everybody probably remembers that in 2019, he won 21 games, won the AL Cy Young Award. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, and he was super, super ultra dominant in the playoffs as well. He was like, he's just like this machine. And then, you know, last year, I mean, look, I'm throwing out last year. I, I guess I should have said this off the top. Everyone. Yeah, get rid of last year. Last year, get rid of it. It was such a weird year. Baseball. Baseball especially. Well, baseball is a is a game of timing. And um and 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 hitters are always trying to get down their timing, and pitchers are always trying to disrupt your timing. And with COVID throwing everybody off the way that it did, and then like the starts and stops and everything. I feel like nobody, including pitchers, nobody ever got their timing the way they wanted to. And totally. last, I'm just willing to just throw out last year. So I don't care about that. Who do you got? Who do you um, got? Okay. Who do you like? So, so, so I like. I'm, so I'm just saying, I like your picks. Okay. Oh, thank so you. For me, I've got Luis Castillo. Now you might say, "Well, I don't think the Reds will be that good. I think they'll be good enough to where." They're they're at least like a five hundred ish team, and and players pitchers who are, are the a, the obvious ace, and the very very good dominant pitcher on a five hundred ish team, they win the Cy Young all the time. The Cy Young does not come from the 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 team that that leads that league and wins. Dude, I mean sometimes. All, it, but but now here's the thing: all the time, all the time. Does it, it help to be on a team that wins? Yes, because then you're. The, the W statistic is bigger, but that's right. That's right. He, I would say more than the MVP, uh, a, a pitcher can win a Cy Young on a bad team for sure. As, or especially a mediocre team. I mean, maybe mediocre, on a, I maybe on a yeah. really, really awful team. It's tough. Cause you're going to wind up with like, you're going to wind up with one of those Jacob deGrom years that year. He went well, like, uh, he went like, uh, uh, five and nine in, yeah. in 34 starts with like a buck 69 ERA and right, like right, right, 300 right, right. strikeouts. And it's like, yep. what the fuck happened? It's, a, it's sure like, obviously on his starts, the, they just never scored. Yeah. I think like, that, um, and like it was, it's tough to win a Cy Young that way, but and like, Granky won a Cy Young with KC. He won a did. terrible KC. Yeah. Team, he did he? with like a, yeah. with a below 500 record, even I think one time, Wow. but like, that's rare. Like usually for you to win the Cy Young, you're probably going to have to have like a, a decent number of wins. But you can do that on a 500 team. And the Reds are basically a 500 team. Maybe even a little better than that. I like it. I like so it. he's got a good shot. The odds are nice. It's plus 1,500. Um, if you've watched what this kid has done the last couple of years, you can tell he's just coming into his own here. Um, he's about to be a Cy Young level pitcher for the next you know, in- you know injuries, assuming he doesn't get hurt. Sure, sure. For sure. the next five years, he's going to be like a Cy Young type of guy. That's how good he is. Everyone knows it. The whole league knows it. I mean, it's it is priced into this. I mean, plus fifteen hundred is not that amazing. But to me, it was good enough. I didn't like the other values below it. 
To me, it was good enough. But to this is like, the type. This is when you strike and get it. When people don't know who the fuck they are, it's like the Dallas Keuchel's of the world and shit like that. Like you totally. You're like, well, who is this? Even the Bieber from last year in Cleveland. Like you oh, don't know who the fuck this guy yeah. is unless you really paid attention. Hell that yeah. could be. That could be. You know, your boy from Luis Castillo. Yeah. So he's really great. I, I, I'm definitely throwing a couple bucks at that. Then for the AL, I, I went a little outside of my comfort zone on this. I went with the old guy, the old veteran on a team that everyone, Charlie Huff, everyone, <laughs> it's actually, it's Oral Hershiser. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's. <laughs> <laughs> No, Oral I went, Roberts Horsher. Okay. I went with the old veteran on a team that everyone knows is good, but people don't really like them for a variety Can of reasons. Can I guess? Sure. Max Scherzer. No. Okay. This is AL. Oh, AL. I'm sorry. That's okay. He's an old guy. It's a, Roger it's Clemens. A, it's a team that people are mad at for a variety of reasons. Uh, oh, mostly right. understandable. All right. He's and good. he is getting plus 3,300. And mm. I just think he's a little bit better than that. So Zach Greinke at 3,300. Yeah. I don't, you know, look, he, he if he's going to win the Cy Young, it's not going to be because he was the most dominant electric pitcher in, in baseball. Never and he been. struck out 250 guys. That's not going to be. Nope. But he could do it because, and again, plus 3,300, I kind of like it. Totally. He could do it because he could just, with his old man kind of wiliness. What a, what a young-looking old man he is. And, to be honest, well, yeah, totally, man. And and to be honest, let's be honest, he's got a good offense. I mean, yes, he, he could just win a ton of games because he's just good enough to keep the other team below what his offense is doing because they're really good. And, like, you can get mad at it if you want to. I'm mad at the at some of the stuff the Astros did. Of course I am. I don't think he was involved in any of it. He seems like a cool cat. But the point is, is that you can get mad if you want to, but plus 3,300, I kind of like that. No, I love it. I love it. Big time. Good man. Is that, is that, is that, does that wrap it? That wraps it, baby. Wow. I mean, I wish I had a round of applause button I could do. That is a beautiful thing. Thank Peter- you so much for that. Oh, Pete Alonso, I, Joey Gallo, Luis Castillo, Zach Greinke. If anybody a lot of nice names out there to con- to consider. Let me throw one more. I believe this was on DraftKings as well. Let me throw this at you before we do the pole dance and get out of here. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a homer pick. You know, we're Philly boys, but I think this year is Bryce Harper is going to show up a little bit. I no think question. He's kind of bounce back. There's no so, question. Let me tell you something. I found a a a. a uh, who who will have more home runs uh, bet on DraftKings? It was a, this guy versus that guy. Random. I mean, not totally random, but it was this guy versus that guy. You know, you had to bet. It's like in a, in a golf uh, pairing. Who's going to have the better day kind of deal. But this is who's going to have more home runs in 2021 baseball. Bryce Harper at plus 105 versus Cody Bellinger at minus 130. Mm. I'm on that Harper plus 105 this year. I'm going to put a put a pretty big bet on that. So for two reasons. One, I think Harper's actually going to hit. If I, I, I'm going to go at 40 this year. And Bellinger, he can hit 50. I believe he has. But he's also very injury prone. Not not saying Bryce isn't. But he's, he's a very streaky hitter. Mm. Strikes out a lot. And I don't know. I just, I'm going to take that. No, I, like the, I, I like the pick. And I will tell you exactly why. Because 
first of all, Bellinger is more injury prone than Bryce is. Yeah, right, right. He is. And that has um, an effect on us. I mean, they don't care about injuries, these kind of bets. Injuries, you're SOL. And, then, you know? and the second thing would be is the ballparks. You know, I mean. Yeah, that's true. Uh, LA is whatever for home runs. Right. Philly is like. Especially, it's like a launching yeah, pad. Sure, especially for the left-hand hitters. Especially so. for left-handers. Good call there. So, yeah, Beautiful I, thing, I agree man. with Let's you, man. I, mean, if, if, I didn't think Bryce, I would... if Bryce can just stay out there, if he can just get his ABs, he yes. should he should beat Bellinger. I, 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 I think you're getting, and I think you're getting really favorable odds that you really should not be getting. I don't know quite why. I guess the, I guess they're just. Um, well, well, I guess Bellinger was a monster in 2019, right? Yeah, exactly. I think he had 51 or so. so yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a really great. They're assuming 162 games, and they got a base off that. But Listen, I, just, he, uh, he's a great player, and, and I think maybe he even won the MVP that year and probably deserved it. If he but did, it's like, he did, yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know, dude. If you ask me who has more raw power. Yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce, he can hit one to the third deck all day. Now, I'll give you my value menu picks once again. Manny Machado, NL MVP, plus 2,500. AL MVP, DJ LeMahieu, plus 3,300. Padres to win the NL West, plus 200. Doesn't seem like a crazy payout, but for that kind of a broad bet, it's going to be them or the Dodgers. You have one team team that's going to win you, you know, 50 bucks on a $100 bet, and one team that's going to win you $200 on a $100 bet. So give me the Padres, especially with that new invigorated pitching staff. And then a homer pick, like I mentioned, give me Bryce Harper plus 105 over Cody Bellinger that's just for fun. most home runs. That's just fun. It's just fun. And then I can root against Cody Bellinger. You know what I mean? Like if I'm watching like a national game. He's kind game, of a fun guy to root against. Sure. He's a little bit of a dick. Doesn't he? he seem like a little, yeah, just like a, he's got like a little bit of a douche kind yeah. of. Thank Especially now that they won like a chip, like he'll just probably lay it lay it out there, not give a fuck. But we're uh, we're a buck ten in here, folks. If you're still with us, waiting for this hey, pole dance pick, yeah, we got one more, right? Yeah, if you're, if you're still with us, when you earned it, we're about a buck ten here. We appreciate anybody that's been here this long, um, you know, throughout all of our shows. This is episode number twenty three, the Michael Jordan of Jump the Sharp episodes. David Woody pole dance this week. Every week we put up a poll on Twitter at Jump the Sharp asking for you guys to vote between four games that we must, whatever wins, we must make a play on. This week we featured four of the opening uh, Saturday night NCAA March Madness games, two of which I've prior co- I've covered prior, but now Villanova versus Baylor won. Baylor minus seven and a half. I'm going to make this quick because it's the end of the show. Take Baylor. I know, Philly guy, Villanova. Villanova to me ain't really kind of, I mean, big five school and all that. I'm a LaSalle guy. Nevertheless, I'm not rooting against Villanova necessarily. And uh, I will be when I make this pick and put money on it. Baylor is a, Villanova, look, they won two. Jay Wright, amazing coach. That's the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is the coaching aspect. Baylor has just an immense amount of talent. Outstanding outstanding from three-point range. And that's big time, especially when you start sniffing that final four. They got big, strong forwards. And you're like, yeah, it's basketball. Every fucking team does. No, they don't, because Villanova doesn't. They just don't. Baylor's going to outboard them. They average nine steals a ball game. Go ahead and throw the offensive rebounds. They're one of the best rebound teams in the country, especially on the offensive boards. You know how I dig that. They can have a 12-0 run at any given time in the game, I bet. I'll take that. I know it's a big line. Seven and a half. It's a lot. And I just told you about how I don't like 
covering big lines, but this over-under is way different than the uh, Oregon State game that I mentioned earlier. Give me Baylor to go ahead and win by double digits as well, but Baylor minus 7.5. I'll take them over Nova for the pole dance this week to run out our picks this week. If you lasted until then, thank you once again. We are pumped up for more weeks to come. Next week on Jump the Sharp, we will feature... I mean, undoubtedly, we, I didn't talk to you about this, but I can only assume I know I'm excited to do it. MLB action. There's going to be some baseball picks, David. Do me a favor, listeners. Chime in. Write, write to us on Twitter or email uh, Jump the Sharp. Pod- email Jump the Sharp. Email Jump the Sharp. <laughs> email, email Jump the Sharp at gmail.com. Thank you. Or hit us up on Twitter. And let me know if, if you checked out. First of all, let me know if you smelled the smell what the rock is cooking. of cut grass and it made you think of baseball as it does to me. There you go. Um, or if you smell the smell of somebody cooking a hot dog. That could oh, do it too. good for you. I had to get one more. And, <laughs> let me, and also let me know if you guys went to Google and typed in the green fields of the mind. You read those two or three paragraphs and you uh, you got it. Just let me know if you got it, because I, 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 uh, it certain passages of things really resonate with me, and um, I actually read that every year, uh, because it just like it makes me just feel connected. Are you cry? No, I'm not gonna cry. It just makes me feel connected to like, uh, you know, to baseball, but also to to like life. Uh, it's like baseball. Baseball to me is like is very much no, not at all actually. Uh, baseball is very like connected to the way I feel about my life. Um, and if you read that little passage, you'll get what I'm saying. I'm going to read that ASAP. And I, I implore other people to do that as well. That's a very interesting take. I really want to see what, what that has to say. And we'll talk, maybe we can shine a little more light on it next week because we'll actually be making more picks. So if anybody, uh, does do that, please let us know. Cause and also, it seems as to mean always, a lot to the Woodman. It does. And as always, guys, please let us know if you make any of our picks and you make money, hit us up. We'd love to hear about your wins on Twitter. If you, if you, I don't know, if you take something we said and you do the opposite and you make money, <laughs> let us know that. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I'm interested in hearing all kinds of different perspectives. I've gotten better at this shit by learning from my own mistakes. If that continues to happen, that only makes me better. Brian, I know you agree. We're Absolutely. We're of one mind on this. Guys, hit us up. There's no such thing as trolling. Just hit us. Oh, big time. And we'll take every every hit you can do for that matter. Uh, very well said, David. Awesome. Next week, MLB action. Yo, NCAA Final Four. Hell yeah. We'll be talking. You know oh, I'll man. be all over that. You are going to be knows, all over oh, I'm big time pumped. Who knows? Maybe more pucks and some more NBA talk. Follow us on Twitter, everybody, at Jump the Sharp. You know what to do. Go ahead and rate, sub on iTunes or wherever you listen to your pods. Uh, really pumped to be back with you guys next week. Woodman, it's been a pleasure, dude. Thank you so much for your baseball insight. Much love, guys. Everybody, take care. See Peace ya. out. Peace.